y'all. Welcome to the Better Marriage Daily Podcast, where we talk about loving each other in spite of each other. And I'm Sean. And I'm V. And we're here to talk about some stuff. So, you know, the last episode we were talking about all kinds of stuff, but uh, um, I realized that I hadn't didn't give my sort of like origin story. So um, let's let's start there. Let's start there. So um, I uh, my story is is pretty interesting in that. Well, to me, <laughs> uh, it's pretty interesting in that um, I grew up in a in a in a like my dad is, is a one of 14 kids and my mom is one of three. So that dynamic in the household uh, playing out in, in my parents was very interesting. You know, my dad family oriented. So we were in the country every weekend going and hanging out with all my cousins, you know, it's like, so it's like, you know, it's, it's, it, I have a very huge extended family, <laughs> very huge, very huge extended family. And so we were all, it's always about family, always about doing stuff with family, you know, going, going every weekend. And my mom's side wasn't that much um, interaction with cousins because, mm-hmm. you know, my, my aunt had one son, my other aunt had no kids. So it was just, you know, me and my cousin, my cousin Reggie, we were like brothers, you know, we grew up together six months apart, you know, six weeks apart. Six weeks. I'm sorry. <clears throat> six weeks apart. Yeah, we got, look, we go back to. You know, doing doing selfies in the crib in the uh in the uh, baby chairs. Wow. You know, we we up there leaning posted up against a tree, both wow. of us. Wow. You know, awesome. so we grew up together, man. So that was pretty cool. But then on my dad's side, it's like a whole bunch of people. So family has always been huge for me. Um, but like I was saying uh in in, in the other episodes, that uh, you know, but I also did see dysfunction, and and I'd like to I'd like to say that, um. Thinking about marriage like it's supposed to be perfect. We said that a while ago. It'll never be perfect, but it can be perfect for you. It mm. can be perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized sometime after college, in between college and when I met you, is that I thought I was unique with the dysfunction in my family. <laughs> okay. okay. I did. I, I, I straight up, I thought I was unique. I thought, okay. first of all, I didn't see it as dysfunction. When you are a kid, you don't even know to see things as dysfunctional. Right. You just don't. I mean, it's it's life and that that's what you're used to. And you think, you know, you don't think much about that because you, you just, you're a kid. You don't know. Yeah, but, I'm, but at this point, I'm an adult and I'm still not seeing, you know, I understand some of it is dysfunction after I, you know, start taking the psychology classes right. and stuff like that. Right. You know, I understand some of his dysfunction, but I did, I thought that my 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 life was pretty tame because I knew people who, you know, who a, you know, didn't have a great home life at all, you mm-hmm. know. So mm-hmm. I was very aware early on that I was blessed because I had both parents in the home and I had the quote unquote, you know, um, you know, basic family you know, right. taken care of and everything because I knew a lot of people who didn't have both mm-hmm. parents in Two the house. Parent so, home, yeah. You know, I knew about all of that, mm-hmm. you know, but and then I, people was like, man, I wish my dad was in the house. I was like, well, you know, do you? Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because you, know, you can have <laughs> yeah. them in the house yeah. and, it, and it not be what you think it is. Right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. And so so that I grew up knowing that, but just thinking that that most people had pretty much a cool childhood. 
And then, you know, you get to college and you start talking to people from all different kinds of backgrounds, mm -hmm. you know, and, and not when I say backgrounds, I don't mean neighborhoods. I mean backgrounds as in their particular family. Right. Because I know people with a whole bunch of money, you know, whose mm -hmm. families were totally dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. I know people with no money who had great houses, great yes. homes and were totally well adjusted, yes. you know, nothing but love in a house. Mm -hmm. So just just individual situations. And so when whenever I, I realized that, I said, well, well, well everybody's dysfunctional everyone but it takes you growing older to to get that going yeah. out into the world you know to get that information yeah so know? so i'm like man I, okay cool so then so i'm, I'm dealing with myself because I'm, I'm always like to, to to make sure is it me mm -hmm. you know you know is it me you know is it me or am i am i tripping or you know so i'm constantly asking myself those types of questions so getting in relationships uh, early on, I guess I kind of dealt with them uh, through the filter of what I saw. So mm -hmm. I, you know, um, I always wanted to make sure that I presented myself um, to be who I am, you know. And if I'm if I'm cutting for you, if if I if I want to be in a relationship with you, then you know I, I express that early. Right. And you know, at nineteen and twenty. That ain't what they're trying to hear. <laughs> no, ain't trying. They really ain't trying to hear that. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm I'm wanting to be up upfront and honest. Look, I think we could kick it. Let's try to figure this thing out. And that would scare people away, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. So I gotta lie. And I didn't lie. And so I, I took a lot of hits, you know, in my early, te in my late teens, early 20s. Mm. You because know, I took you were so honest. Because I was so honest, yeah. you know, but I didn't want to let that change me and make me dishonest. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so uh, probably around 20, what I said in the first episode or first or second episode, I realized that women just want you to be honest because, I, you know, as, as you know, I like older women. Mm -hmm. Yes. I always did like, mm -hmm. I always did like. <laughs> you know and so in talking to these older women they'd be like look hey man I, I, hey this is what i'm here for right. this is it you know i say well you are so you appreciate us they're like yeah i can't stand people lying to lying. me yeah and i was like oh and here's the other disclaimer i also realized that when, when i realized that I used that to the fullest extent that mm. I could. How so? Well, what does that look? Like? What does that look like? Um, well, you know, since we we really we're really transparent yeah. here, yeah. what it looks like is I am able to. It looks like it looked when we got together. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, but they don't know. Right, right. So <laughs> I was able to be like, hey, this is what's going on in my life. Right. These are the people that I'm dealing with, person I'm dealing with, whatever, whatever I got going on. Totally transparent. Mm -hmm. This is what's happening. You know, we're not exclusive. We're just kicking it. Right. But like we said earlier, kicking it, kicking it can lead to marriage. <laughs> Quite possibly Quite lead to possibly. marriage. And so um, I would just that, that I started doing that. But, you know, the God, you know, God showed me later on that that is still a form of manipulation. Because I knew very good and well that if we stayed in a relationship long enough, they could potentially get feelings mm -hmm. that were further along than mm -hmm. kicking it. Mm -hmm. Right. And but I wasn't. Right. Mm. I okay. wasn't. 
Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to like you and I get to right. know you and I like you even more. Right. But my thing was, and it was a safeguard. It was, I was so wrong for this. Oh my God. I would be like, listen, what we talking about right now is where I am. And I'm, that's not going to change for me. We're going to stay right here. And if it comes to a point where you feel differently, then we can reassess and reevaluate, come back to this. And then see if, if we still feel the same, because mm -hmm. I don't ever want to lead you on mm -hmm. and be, you know, have you thinking that I'm somewhere that I'm not. Mm -hmm. So if, the, if at any point you start catching feelings, mm -hmm. let me know and we can talk about it. Right. But they never let me know. But I appreciate that, though. That's there, why we here. So, kicking there are so many <laughs> women who appreciate that. So many women who appreciate that yeah. because that is not. You know, we our experiences, ooh, man, people just lie for no reason. I mean, you know, yeah. and if and if you are upfront and you're transparent and you've um you've had all these discussions, well, that's just something that the other whether well, the woman or the other party, because these things do happen every relationship. Opposite. Every relationship um, in every relationship, that's just something that they have to deal with. You know, if they caught got caught slipping, and that's you know we, we called it. But I slipping. but I gambled on that. I appreciated that. You know that you were. You know we were we were kicking it. We un, we understood what we were doing. And if I got caught up and you didn't feel the same way about me, then I I, I took a gamble. You know, but I wasn't. You know, wasn't expecting what happened. Right. You know. Yeah. So, you know, so that was my biggest thing. I was just like, uh, I was like, Hey, I, I was using that cause it, cause it worked so well, mm -hmm. you know? And, and, and I'm assuming that's how it's working today because of the, you know, cause of the, the lack of men who either want to commit or able to commit or want to be in a relationship with a woman, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know how that's going. So y'all can comment, y'all can comment mm -hmm. in the comment section and talk about that, you know, and we can address that a little bit more later on. But for me, you know, I've I've always loved the human, human woman in all of her in all of their form, all of mm -hmm. your forms. Mm -hmm. So I was just enjoying life, and I just love just getting to to getting to know women and different types of women, and mm -hmm. that was really cool. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, this is awesome. But at some, but I've always wanted to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like I always knew that I was going to be a great husband, right? In my oh. mind. Now, in your mind. In my mind. In, <laughs> in my your mind. mind. Okay. In my mind. In, okay. In my mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in mm -hmm. my mind. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in person, in, in actual relationships, you know, I guess I was because the relationships with those women would always end up being something that they they wanted to re renegotiate. Oh, okay. Or they wouldn't say anything mm -hmm. and then charge me for, for, for yeah. them changing and me not. Right. Right. Which is really not fair, but it's not. You know. But 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 you know, but it ain't like I didn't notice. Right, you knew. You know, so like I you said, knew. I use that as a crutch. Mm -hmm. I use that as an out. So you know, I, I'm I'm wrong. I'm wrong for that. I realize mm -hmm. I'm wrong for that. Mm -hmm. But the principle of be honest, yes, is something that I would suggest to you guys out there, even if you're married. Because uh, let's talk about that. Oh, let's. Ooh. So, cause wait, more about me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in my, my, you know, and if, if you're from this city, you know, and if you're not, then I'm, I'm being really, uh, really transparent. My, my, my home life wasn't, 
wasn't bad by no means, right? wasn't bad by no means. But there was a little, there was some infidelity, you know, at one point in in their relationship, and me seeing that and seeing what it did to the house, mm-hmm. I vowed to myself that I would be nothing like, you know, like I'll be nothing like that in my relationships. So, whenever I wasn't married, then I was just free. Right. When I was in a relationship, I was in a relationship like I was married. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. With the caveat that if it was if it went crazy, then I wasn't married. Mm-hmm. Then I was free to do whatever it is I wanted to do. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But once we got to the marriage point, I understood and I told you and I articulated that very clearly. So all those other relationships led up to me being able to be totally upfront and honest with you in every single way. And you had no other button but honesty. Mm, that's true. <laughs> raw, raw, yeah. bone crushing, yeah. heartbreaking yeah. <laughs> honesty. Yes. Was what came from V. Yes. At all times. At all times. With no filter. Yeah. No filter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Hurt somebody's feelings in a yeah. heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's okay. And Better Marriage Daily Podcast is sponsored by Drums Earwear. And I'm going to read this because I want to get it right. It's the pioneering black-owned, woman-founded earphone company in the U.S. The first one, y'all. Their mission is to empower audio enthusiasts to safeguard their hearing, reducing the risk of noise-induced hearing loss by delivering high-quality, high-health-conscious audio products that allow for a profound understanding of audio at safe volume levels. Now, don't get it twisted. We put these things on, they jam. They jam. Right? It's jamming. What was, what was jamming. your first thought when you put them on? It's like, wow. It's so clear. But the, the one thing is that I didn't feel like my ears were hurting. Right. You know? Yeah. It, it, they, they're isolated enough to where I don't have to raise the volume up. You don't need to raise the volume up. Right. To hear and hear well, and yeah. I can I can hear everything in the music. Everything. Yeah, it's it's, pre- it's pretty amazing because they, they got a lot of low end. So if you if you listen to music with a lot of low end, a lot of eight oh eight, a lot of bottom, a lot of bass, man, it it rumbles. But it's it's not an offensive rumble, and and like man, I can't even turn them all the way up. So drums earwear founded by Dr. Lana Joseph Ford. She's a, an audiologist from New Orleans, Louisiana. Listen. Y'all holla at it. They also have the in-ears. They got the wireless buds, um, and they have a great microphone on them. Noise cancellation. They have active noise cancellation on these things, Mm -hmm. which then once you put that button on, it takes the music to a whole nother level. So drums, earwear, y'all go check them out at drumsworld.com. So then by the time I get to her, we're talking, and I explain, you know, that I'm dealing with, you know, this person and that person. At the time, okay, so first of all, it was only two people. I said, only. It sounds so bad. It was only two people, and then she had somebody in her life. And I was like, cool, okay, so cool. We can just kick it. Mm-hmm. So we kicking it, and um, at some point, I noticed, you know, that, 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 I, that, you know, oh, ladies, oh, ladies, this is, this is, if you can figure out how to do this, if you should want to be in a relationship with another person. A cheat code? Is there a cheat code? That's a about cheat to? code. It, okay. Cheat code. All right. Ladies, if you can figure this out. I remember sitting in, in between her legs and I said something so stupid. I've I verbalized it because, you know, the way our relationship was set up, I understood she was in a very, very 
testosterone-laden industry. So it wasn't many things I could say to her that she hadn't heard before. And because our relationship was so open and we knew about what we were doing when we weren't together, Mm -hmm. I I felt comfortable enough, which, you know, I apologize for it later. But she was like, I I wasn't tripping. It wasn't what it was. I ain't tripping. But I'm sitting between her hair. And believe it or not, she's playing with my curly locks. Sitting sitting between my legs while I'm playing in your hair? Yes. That what I said? What I said? A little bit different. Sitting between her legs while she's playing in my curly locks. Yes? Okay, that's, that. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so she's on the sofa, okay. I'm on the floor, yeah. and she just talking, she, she leaning back, and she got her hand, like, I can see a picture, like, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. She's saying, she's just playing in my hair, and playing my hair. You know, so you don't play with my hair anymore up here, because I ain't got no hair? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, Is that that's why? not it. <laughs> Is that why? I'm, I'm, that's I'm, not it. I miss your little yeah. fingers on my head. Shay. Okay. I'm just stroking my little right. but, but anyway, so she was playing my hair and I said, wow, this is crazy. Right now in my life, I got the perfect woman. Now for most people, most women, if I'd have said that, they'd have closed their legs and popped me upside my head and pushed me further onto the floor. Right, right. <laughs> but I was different. She was different. Yeah, I was different. You know, because I had mm-hmm. to sit down and listen whenever she said some stuff that wasn't about me. I had mm-hmm. to sit down and listen and mm-hmm. tell you, you know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. cool. And so she, you know, she, oh, really? She said, why well, say that? I said, well, I got, you know, this one that provides this for me. This one provides that for me. You know, primarily is, is giving me those vibes and this, this part of the, the thing that I need satisfied. You know, I said, and you are my peace. And I didn't think nothing of that. And after I said that, that was the day when I told y'all I heard from the, the audible voice of God saying, so you've passed up your wife all these times are you going to pass this one up as well? Mm-hmm. And it's because she was my peace. So if you can figure out how to be someone's peace, and I want to say specifically for a man, if you can be a man's peace and his sanctuary, he will fight heaven and earth and burn anything in the way of anything that could come against that. Yeah. Yeah. And he won't know why if he's not elevated. He'll just know. Hmm. And you know what? What, what, Because again, I I, I grew up in the 70s. Yeah. Born in the 60s, grew up in the 70s. In the 80s, I was pretty much teen adult, right? Right. Teen to adult in Mm -hmm. the 80s. What I used to hear the older guys talk about and what you probably saw in in your reactions in in your neighborhoods and in your, your social circles was that a man was married to a woman and the only person that didn't know he was cheating was his wife. Right. And it wasn't because he wasn't a bold person because he was bold as hell. He was bold. But he was protecting the home Mm -hmm. because that was his peace. Right. It wasn't even about 50%. It wasn't even about her taking it. It was, it was about if he lost her, he'd be crushed, Mm -hmm. but he's still out there being stupid, Mm -hmm. spreading the seed around all creation. Right. 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 So I can't explain why that happens. I just think that some men just um, by, by their upbringing mm-hmm. don't, don't know how um, to commit at some level or be satisfied. But I believe if they, can, if they can have it in their minds like me to say, look, when I get married, mm-hmm. I'm committed to you. And if we can trust you, I, th- ooh, I think I'm talking through it because I listen to these guys talk as well. And what happens is 
you know how when you're in a relationship early on, how everything's all well and good, and mm-hmm. you know, the 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 frequent the the the, the frequency of the mm-hmm. coming together, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. It's regular, 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 and however, 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 mm-hmm. and then once you get married, in some instances, y'all change. So I so I can even if we probably interviewed some of those guys and we go, well, why did you feel the need to cheat? Mm-hmm. And they may have said something along the lines of, well, you know, I expressed to my wife what I wanted over and over and over, and then she wouldn't give it to me. And it's not like I don't love her and don't want to be with her, but I really want to do this. And she doesn't want to do that. Or she doesn't do it enough. She thinks once a month is fine, I need more than that. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And then he goes out and fixes it. And I think in his twisted way, he's fixing it so that he can have peace at home. Right. Which is... Messed up, cocked up. That's, that's but, really... But if there's no communication. Right. Yeah. That's that's really... Um, hmm. Never thought about that. Because full, cause full transparency. Yeah. I told you something messed up right. like that. Right, you, you did. What did I say? What did uh, I say? I don't, I don't, I don't remember because it, it's been... Um, it was... Uh, it was a journey. <laughs> I don't really remember remember all that, but the thought that well, I'll tell you, I remember what it was. What? Because I had to come in and, 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 and apologize. apologize. For it. Okay, what was it? So, see, I just pushed that and that's what I'm saying. You, you yeah, free. I, Man. I have the the ability to 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 do that without coming out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, y'all see that face? Mm. <laughs> so, what had happened was when we first got married. Like I said before. Um, before we got married, we had it wasn't even a stressful thing. It wasn't it was thing when we were together, we were cool and frequency was cool. Then she made me realize her, a point that she gave was, yeah, but I only saw you on weekends. True. She said so. And I, not so you every could, weekend. And not every weekend. Yeah. She said so you can get your mind right. Yeah, but say what you said. I, I don't want to talk for you. We just. I, I froze now. Yeah, I, I, I'm. You said, back, yeah. "Yeah, boy," but I had all week to get ready for. Right. I could get my mind ready yes. for what? Yes, that's true. That's true. And then it wasn't every weekend, so yeah. you know. And and we didn't live in the number one. We didn't live in the same state. Nope. I mean, house. We didn't live in the same state. We were out still doing our own thing. So it was a little bit. It was you know all of those, and that's why I could tell you that. Well. Is because we didn't see each other every day and all that too, you know. Yeah. Um, hmm. yeah. yeah. And so, so what had happened was we were all cool, and like I said earlier, we almost didn't get married because I was like, "Hey, man, look." I was like, "Look, this is not working for me," <laughs> and, you know. And she got me, y'all. She got me. She said, "It's because I'm on graveyard." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that but that was a lot of the issue too i was it was it was yeah great we 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 found out because with my job um every year we would change uh shifts uh and that particular year i had to go to graveyards because i'd been on evenings the year before and that didn't six months before and that did not work out being a single parent and that was that was horrible so i didn't have a choice so the working graveyards, you know, you're tired, you're exhausted, you know, you're still, I'm still a single parent and I wasn't sleeping well. My body just didn't adjust to that well. And then, you know, 
we we were together and and it was ooh, it was it was difficult it really was yeah. and so it it was a thing and i and i was just like look you know i i, I know we're here but what i don't want to do is have us get married and this not ever change mm-hmm. i was like i i because I, I don't want to be the person that i said i would never be and yeah. and i told her after we got married, because that was why you know, before we got married, mm-hmm. and then she said, "No, it's because of the graveyard. It'll mm-hmm. change. It'll change." Mm-hmm. Okay, then we got married. Mm-hmm. Did it change? Not really. <laughs> 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 Look, I'm sorry, but no, not really. <laughs> not really. Yeah, it didn't change. And so, you know, I'm, I'm for the whole first two years. I'm 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 talking her ear off. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm begging, mm-hmm. you know. I'm 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 like looking trying to talk, reason, try, trying to figure things out. Yeah, all of that. And, yeah. And then I would even give these like these little veiled threats, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "Look, you know, what, what you, what, you know, I'm asking you what you don't want is when I'm stuck when I stop asking." Mm-hmm. And I and those and she didn't say nothing, and then it went to, "Look, I'm asking what you don't want." Is when I stop asking, and then she got she said something smart right after that. Yeah, and I said, "Well, here's why: because when I stop asking, that means I fixed it." And my face changed, <laughs> and I said, "That means I fixed it. I'm not gonna make you embarrassed. You ain't never gonna know, but I fixed it, and I ain't asking no more." And she said, "Oh, okay, cool." Just like that. Yeah, just like that. So then we go through and we go through, and, and that, that's a whole other podcast as mm-hmm. to how we fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole other episode. Mm-hmm. But um, one day as I'm going on my spiritual journey, the Holy Spirit tells me, shows me that I was wrong for that. And I say, well, how was I wrong for that? And they said, because that's your wife. You love her, right? I was like, yeah, I love her. He said, well, that, that was a threat. And it, it, threat. it wasn't necessarily a fair threat. It, it, it was justified in your mind, but I don't know how fair it was. You know, it's like, okay, okay. And then, then it was like, and the biggest reason is what you don't realize that I'm showing you right now is the toll it's taken on your relationship. So the way I operate whenever I realize that, you know, that, some, that when I get a revelation, I go immediately and make it right. So she was in bed, and it was after nine o'clock. All you married couples and, and women who work, yes, you know what that means. And and it was after nine o'clock, and I had to be up very very early in the mornings. So that was I was like. <laughs> so she rolls over. <laughs> what? And I go. I'm so tired. I, I'm so t- what? <laughs> And I said, hey, I've been doing some thinking. She said, Sean, I cannot have one of those conversations right now. I got to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. I can't do this if we did that. Because remember, remember, her first thing was always no. Mm-hmm. So she responded to me, hey, with that line. Right. Instead of, yeah, no, I can't have this conversation. Right. And so, fellas, if your wife's first answer is no, then you got to, or, or like if she's automatically like giving you reasons to why you can't talk about it or what she don't want to hear from you, this, that, and the other, then you have to take a breath and figure out what the next line of words are to diffuse. 
you can't take that as bait because if you do, y'all gonna be fighting all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. Especially if you got one like this, y'all gonna be fighting all the time. So I told her, I said, "Hey, listen, I've been thinking." She goes, oh. "I said no, you are gonna like this." I said, "And you know what? I don't even want to have a discussion. I just want you to listen." Another pro tip. I remember that. Another pro tip. You take away all the pressure from them when you say, "Hey, I just, I just want, I just want to share this with you," and that's it. I just want to let you know where I'm at. And she goes, "Okay." So I saw the body tense up because every time we do this, she, she, ready. she, <laughs> I did. she fit for the fight. She fit for the fight. <laughs> so um, I go, "Okay." I said, "The Holy Spirit showed me that I'm wrong, so I, I need to ask you to forgive me." I said, please forgive me. She said, for what? I said, because remember when I said, I'm only going to ask so many times, and I'm not, and whenever I stop asking, that I fixed it, and I ain't going to make sure. She said, yeah, I remember that. I said, listen, I'm wrong for that, and I hope you know that I would never, ever do that, ever, and I need, to, I need you to forgive me for even saying that and introducing that because the Holy Spirit showed me that I put a lot of pressure on you, and even though I didn't physically see that, that he showed me spiritually that you were under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I said, and I need you to please forgive me and understand that that's not a it's not applicable anymore. Right. And then and then she started crying. Mm-hmm. And I said, why are you crying? And then you said, um, I said. You don't remember what you said. Uh-uh. And I mean, it's been so much all stuff. these pivotal moments yeah, for me and she don't remember so, none of this stuff it's been, it's been man it's been so it's, long it's, it's been so, so she's long really good ago. about putting it in the sea of, I do. casting in the sea I of do. forgetfulness i do you once, know. once it's dealt with yeah it's gone yeah it's, it's like gone. it never happened for her yeah yeah you know and that's that's something that's happened within the last several years because last i was last yeah because i was the person that held on to stuff like like held on like i could really like shut down and not deal with you (laughs) you know what i'm saying and i i i was a person that held like like grudges like once you you know do stuff and say things (laughs) yeah and 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 it's we don't go back and don't go back no we don't we don't go back so you told me you started crying, mm-hmm. and I said, "Baby, why are you crying?" And you said, "Because you're right. That was a lot of pressure. It's yeah. so." And then you like, "It's so much pressure." Mm-hmm. And the funny pair person to me wanted to be like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't talk. You didn't want to talk about it." <laughs> <laughs> but of course, I didn't want to get slapped either. And she don't was. slap me, y'all. Yeah. You, you no, know me. No, you know. We don't play like that. We don't play like that. Um, but I said, I said, why are you crying? She said, because it was, it was. You a lot don't of understand how much pressure that put me. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's why I'm talking to you today because all that pressure is gone now. Yeah. Let it go. It's not in our. It's not in our vernacular. It's not hanging over your head. Mm-hmm. That's not what we dealing with anymore. Mm-hmm. And she said, thank you. Yep. And then I kissed. And- and what it what that allowed it allowed me to figure things out. You know what I'm saying? It really it really allowed me to figure things out to kind of open up and try to really um, figure 
things out and why, number one, I was feeling all the pressures and why I was not as attentive as I should have been and all that. So that apology allowed me to start the process of figuring it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that blessed me. It really yeah. did. Yeah. So fellas, you know, saying <clears throat> I'm sorry and taking ownership of mm-hmm. your role in, mm-hmm. in, in the relationship, even though your role is just trying to love your wife, the pressure you put by saying stuff like I said, you know, that, 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 you know, it may work in the season, but manipulation only lasts for so long and fear, right. fear motivation only lasts yeah. for so long as well, because there will be, cause this is the same woman who said, ain't no more babies coming out of here. Right. You know, if you want one, go make another one. <laughs> so, you know, the fear motivation could have yeah. just came to a point. She'd be like, well, look, do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that could have very well come out of her mouth. Could have. <laughs> Quite possibly. You know, because cause when, when women came and asked you how you dealt with me being on the road and stuff like that, what would you tell yeah. them? Yeah. I, t- I told them, first of all, I have my own life. And, um, you know, I I have a life without him, even though we are married. Um when we when we met each other he was an artist and he was you know he was he was gone and there are times where they're out of town and things like that so I didn't um I didn't have a problem when he left and went out for you know uh either a weekend a um a week two weeks there were there were times where he was gone three weeks at a time and I had my own life so I held it down here but girl, but girl, I mean, you ain't worried about the mother women. No, I wasn't worried about that. No, I didn't. I I could not worry about that. Um, could not because I I would drive myself nuts. You remember <laughs> what you t- tell them what t- like like if a woman asked you, well, girl, what do you say about that? And you would say, you I, don't remember that either. See no, forgetfulness. No, wow, no. man, um, gonna do what a man, a man gonna exactly. do. I, 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 I look not, good. Yeah, I look good being home. <laughs> See that I'm trying to While get you to give the color, yeah, give yeah, the color commentary. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? I look good being at home, worried about what he's doing, you know. And I just couldn't because I had things to do here. I couldn't worry about what he was doing out there, and he never gave me a reason to be here with the shakes, <laughs> wondering about what what he was doing. He just never gave me a reason to. So I trusted him. And he was going to work like I went to work every day. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I didn't have a problem with it, but I just had to make, you know, my, you know, people who would ask me about that because that was the number one thing because they knew he was an artist. And that was their number one question. How do you handle that? Because he's gone a lot. You know, I live my life. You know, he's he's working. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's not like he's just going out <laughs> You know, just playing around. He's working. That's what he does. That is his career, and I have my own career. So I didn't worry about that. And tell the truth. A lot of times you were like, and I get a break. Oh, yeah, I did. But it wasn't that (laughs) before you were going like, oh, yeah, he's gone for a week. I get a break. No. Yeah. You know, I didn't didn't think about that. Yeah. You know, it was a break, but I didn't think about it really. You know, I was here living and holding it down. Holding it down. Holding it down. I did. Yeah, yeah. You and you and you miss me pawning on you. How you say? How you say pawning all over? <laughs> <laughs> you, I did. But you, I you, did. you missed that while I was gone. I did. 
Yeah. That's another question. Ladies, I want to ask that question. How, how come when you got a man who, like, don't – you can answer this question. What? I don't know. You might be able to. How come when you got a man who just don't want to do nothing but just, like, be close to you, want to touch you, want to kiss on you, stuff like that, how come that – how come it's always opposite? Like, like I, the, one, the women who got that don't want it, and the ones who don't got it, don't have it, want it? It, it seems that way. Um, but we're talking about experiences. We're talking about, like you were talking about growing up. You know, I didn't grow up in a home where they were all over you and hugging and kissing on you and all that other kind of stuff. I didn't see that with my parents. So I grew up, you know, not thinking that, I mean, I loved it. But really, to be honest, at times, I think because I didn't see it and I didn't experience it at, at home, um, I think it kind of made me uncomfortable, even though I loved it. It absolutely yeah. made you uncomfortable because yeah. anytime I do this, you yeah. got the kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but when you don't grow up with that, <laughs> yeah, when you don't grow up with that, you know, it's it's just funny. But like we were talking in the other podcast about about bringing traumas bringing trauma in you know that's not trauma but if you are if that you is trauma. lived it's, it's you a know, form of, childhood it's a form of trauma different when it's you know if I, I think it's a form of trauma you're experiencing whenever i come in wanting to be emotional whenever and you're up that's the thing about yeah. asking about the upbringing yeah and finding out about the upbringing because yeah, yeah. you didn't grow up in a house where everybody was loving no you no. know we knew we knew we were loved and and didn't doubt that but did not grow up, you know. I my parents, you know, they I just and they didn't still married, and they still married. They've been years? married fifty nine years. Fifty nine years, man. You know, um, but we didn't grow up in that kind of environment in in the home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mine you, wasn't mine wasn't like that either. You know, you, which is remarkable because <laughs> with you being being that person, you know what I'm saying? It really is to say the way that you grew up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, there I, was there was some affection yeah, in the house, yeah. but it wasn't like a lot. But and like I said, maybe because I understand that you know we've got to in a relationship, you got to keep have that contact going because mm -hmm. because it's that important. it's important because yeah. it, it endears yes. you to each other. But I didn't know, and, it, and it's so funny because I didn't even know what I was missing because when you don't. When you grow up not having something, you don't know you that you're missing miss anything. What you never yeah. Had, yeah, right. That's true. Come on, son. I'll <laughs> rest your soul. You can pull the fuel. It's true. It's <laughs> yeah, true. man. I'm telling you, um, that was a big. That was a big thing. So we're still we're still talking about me and my experiences. We're also still piggybacking on the other ones about having these conversations beforehand. Mm -hmm. Because to my to my credit, I had the conversation with her. Over and over and over, because whenever we were kicking it, before we were kicking it, when we were just kicking it in groups, mm -hmm. we talked about what we liked and what we didn't like, and you know, because those conversations happened. Right. And I was very clear. I said I like kissing, hugging, I like touching a lot. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like vicious song. wrapped on my song. He, I didn't even tell him, and he did. I said, "Oh, baby, look, see, even vicious no, even vicious no." Yep. But um, yeah. I said I, I just love kids. I said I could just sit there and just. I said, and then with those beautiful lips you got, I said, ooh, I can just nibble. Just tell me that all the ooh, time. I can just nibble on them things. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, cool. And then we got married. She's like, get away from me. <laughs> I didn't say get away from me. I go to she, 
I'm like, I'm like, man, it what did you, funny. where it did you funny learn these moves, it, man? <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> you know that that meme was like, yep. yeah. Oh man, he was killing it. So anyway, so we finally got to that point, and was, and again, everything we're telling y'all, we're being very transparent. We still working through these things. Yes, we are. You know, because I still, re- I just, I just be playing sometimes. I reach out to just to see if she's gonna move. <laughs> Test me, y'all. Excuse me, test. I test on a regular basis. <laughs> on a regular basis. You know, I used to I used to come behind and want to do the Janet Jackson. You know what I'm talking about. The Janet Jackson picture, the photo of Janet. You know what I'm saying? If somebody's behind it. You can't see him, but you can see his hand. I just be wanting to come behind and hug her. And every time I come behind her, when I'll come, and if I put my... See? I'm just talking about it. She did it. No, I'm just yeah. showing them how I did it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I come behind and I put my I go and put my chin on her shoulder. It was, be like, man, what you, what you, what? You know what I'm saying? I put my hands around. She, she went, <laughs> I come, she went, and I come up here and she's, yep. I'm like, what you, well, where can, well, show me where you want to put my hands. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I see what, I see where this is going. You got, you have me being silly on here. Yeah, yeah, because you know they need to know. You know they need to know that we we have a great life. We, we, we can we're very we we're very clear about who we are, yeah, and who we've been. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're clear about where we're going because it's it's always been you know like I said my initiative to make sure that we're in a very loving, communicative relationship because I understand that the number one thing in a relationship is communication, and uh, I think we can go out we can go out on this point. Uh, so fellas. Uh, takeaways from this ladies takeaway from this fellas the takeaway is be clear about your intentions if you're clear about your intentions you because I, I believe most men want to be in relationships they want to be in a solid relationships they've just been in so many bad ones that they don't know how a good ones look a good one looks so be clear about what you want and ladies be open whenever he wants to be clear mm-hmm. and you be clear don't tell him something that you know isn't gonna that you know you don't mean hoping that you can change him because like we talked about in the first one whenever she said she didn't want to have no more kids and she said if you want something go make one right i thought that that was negotiable he did and and i was up front i mean i don't know how many ways i could have said it but he he was holding out hope (laughs) you know i kept hope alive he kept hope alive bless his heart Yeah, man, I kept hope alive, man. I was like, man, and then we got got closer to forty, and closer to forty, then we hit forty. Think about it. I was already close to forty and thirty. I know. I thought I look. I thought I had two years. Why I I know. Hey, I thought two years we can knock you up in Mm, a couple of years, something mm, like that. You were like, no, sir, negative, negative. You were like, nope. I told you. I was like, man. So I went in thinking I could change that. He did. Because I thought that, because I thought, intellectually Mm -hmm. thought that the reason that it wasn't cool was because the situations weren't right. Nothing was right about it. You know, it was, if she was doing it solo and she didn't Mm -hmm. want to do it again, had a bad experience all the way around. I did. She's like, no, 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 no. The actual physical pregnancy. Yeah. The actual actual physical pregnancy. (laughs) That was bad. But um, I just... I just didn't didn't want it. Yeah, you know, she didn't want to repeat I, that. I just didn't want to repeat that. So, so dudes, be upfront about who you are, what you want. 
ladies, reciprocate. Be upfront. You got to have this communication and have you know. And this doesn't have to be like a meeting where you have this conversation. No. We we were in groups and we were in the groups talking about it, mm-hmm. and we were saying what our must-haves and our and our and 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 what our what our deal breakers, absolute deal breakers were, in the conversation. So we had a basis of 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 relationship knowledge right. whenever we got together to start kicking it. We knew who, about who each other were. I I knew she didn't. She was a no nonsense person, and she mm-hmm. didn't take no stuff. Mm-hmm. And she knew that I was very serious, and that I was very loving, and that I wanted to, you know, that I was gonna want to be, you know, huggy, touchy, feeling. Mm-hmm. She knew that. I knew that. You know, and she felt like she could try it, but then when, when she tried it, she didn't like it. But she didn't know how to say she didn't like it, and she knew that saying she didn't like it was gonna be a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. So she didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. You know, yeah. so so y'all y'all got to be upfront because if that would have been something that I didn't that I could not work on accepting and waiting for her to change and morph mm-hmm. into 23 22 almost 23 years later then you know that would have been a, a a deal breaker for me. Right. You know, but if I would have known that going in then I could have had a better basis of knowledge for trying to figure out how to get us through that. Or saying, well, that's a deal breaker for mm-hmm. me. I'm going to walk away. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And, and, and so that's one thing. Be upfront. Communicate who you are and what your expectations are and what your, what your, your absolute deal breakers are. You got to do that. Um, the other thing is um, be clear on, uh, on your expectation in the, in the sex area. Mm-hmm. Because what I can say, just being, just being a relationship a watcher all these years is that and being in these relationships is that when sex is good or okay it is five percent of a relationship but when it is not good or there's a problem or there's a lack or there's something or it's not well it's not on an acceptable basis for both parties mm-hmm. it becomes 95 yep. percent of your relationship it will it will it will enter into every argument every conversation every good experience mm-hmm. every bad, bad experience, experience. Yes. it will be right there yes peppering how you relate to each other because Absolutely. with the one with the person in the relationship who wants it more than the other one you know that person is on edge all the time mm-hmm you know, and the one who's not is is at peace and don't realize that them being at peace is pissing the other person off, mm-hmm. you know? So so y'all got to really talk about that and have a really good, really good dialogue about that. We'll talk about that in another podcast. And, what? and I would suggest that you don't feel bad about... The way you feel. The way you feel. You know, I think that I spent a lot of time feeling bad about the way I felt about certain things. And so, um, I don't know. I just was having this, I guess this inner, inner fight and turmoil inside because, um, I knew that I shouldn't feel that way, but I did. Yeah. You know? And so I had to figure things out. I had to, you know, figure out the whys. And first of all, you have to, you have to really want to know, the wise you really have to you have to want to know that's the only way that you're going to get past things you know um and you didn't want to yeah. know at first and I, I didn't want to know at first no I didn't uh but like we were talking about you know saying we've said um you know that that God and and you know Jesus the Holy Spirit it, that's 
it's been like pivotal that those were that relationship has been pivotal and um I was fearful of knowing I think because you you didn't know what that meant yes I didn't know what that meant and so I just um you know I gave it to God and I let him do like a you know like a surgery because it was painful (laughs) there were there were times where it was it was really really painful you know um and and because we have that third party involved in our relationship he was always already working on me as well to be more more to give more grace in that area right because i I think you can tell me um i think i i am i think that i've always been uh very attentive i think i've always been very um very always trying to fix it Mm -hmm. and figure out a path Mm -hmm. to the to the compromise yeah. You know, and I've always been really open about that and not necessarily forceful about it, but really wanting to have the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But but back then you didn't want to have any dialogue. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because, um, you know, I knew I just knew something wasn't right. I knew that my feelings about certain things was just really I'm not going to say weird. It's just the way that I that I felt. But finding out the why, wanting to know the whys, I knew that that would be a deep dive. And I, at the time, I just couldn't, ooh, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So I we'll didn't want to do so it. So we'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. So communication is set the expectation level. And then for me, like I said, fil- doing the filter through that, I told you I wanted to be the exact mm-hmm. opposite. Mm-hmm. My dad was really playful with my mom. So that's mm-hmm. something that I, that I learned was cool because mm-hmm. I watched how I made her smile. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. I watched those things. And the other things that he did that didn't make her smile, I didn't do those things. Right. And I stayed away from those things as far as, as possible. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I come into this relationship, I just want it to be everything. And, you know, mm-hmm. and that was a pressure. lot of pressure. So, again, we'll we'll talk about yeah. when the, we'll, we'll do one where where what happens when the expectation that you set and that you're going for is the thing that's breaking down your relationship. Ooh. Okay. Joel, make a note because I'm not going to remember that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to be one. What happens, you know, because my expectation was that once we get married, mm-hmm. we're going to be cool. She's going to be my all in all, mm-hmm. all in all. And then she's like, that's too much pressure. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want mm-hmm. that. Get that away from like, me. Whoa. I told you I've seen too many of those things whoa. today. I saw 50 today and whoa. this is 51. And I do not want to see 51 today. <laughs> not that I was going around showing my junk. I'm just saying. Just, just, the, just, the, just, yeah. the, just, the, yeah. just the inference that mm-hmm. I was wanting mm-hmm. my junk to be involved in a relationship <laughs> was enough yeah. for her to be like, no, get away yeah. from me. You know, sure. so we'll talk about that. So um, this is the Better Marriage Daily Podcast where we try to give you little tips to learn how to love each other in spite of each other. Mm-hmm. So until next time, I'm Sean. And I'm V. And we'll see you. <laughs>